0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with the return of one of our more unique offerings, and that's polo. The 2020 fall polo season begins Friday with a 3 p.m. match followed by a 1 p.m. match on Sunday. So a little background for those who don't know, polo has been going on in the Villages since 1997, which is also the year I started working for the Villages media group, by the way. Polo matches in the Villages attract more than 30,000 spectators annually to our beautiful Villages Polo Club on Buena Vista Boulevard. There's a fall season and a spring season, and you can sit in the grandstands or you can tailgate in your golf cart. This year, of course, things are a little different, and you won't be able to purchase the VIP seats in the upper stadium. The general admission grandstand area will be social distance, and tailgating spaces will be reserved. Matches are always on Friday and Sunday afternoons, and the season lasts about eight weeks, so if you want to check out what they call the Sport of Kings, you can go to thevillagesentertainment.com to find ticket prices for the different options.
1: Holly, most people probably don't know a lot about polo and didn't hear much about it until moving here. That was definitely the case for me. So if you want to see a match but would like to have some background first so you know what's going on, the Villages offers a Polo 101 class. One is available this Wednesday at 3 p.m at the Villages Polo Club, and it costs just $10 with tickets available through the Villages box office. These classes are taught by professional polo players, and you'll learn about the fields, the rules, the players, the horses, and everything else that you need to know to enjoy a match. So check out thevillagesentertainment.com for more information on that as well.
0: Jill, I remember saying on this podcast in March that I hoped to go to my first polo match in the spring, and the coronavirus derailed those plans. So maybe this is my season. Another sport that is enjoyed here is golf, of course, and we have a professional tournament coming to a venue right around the corner from us, not this week, but the following week. I wanted to let everyone know now because at the time we're recording this, they are looking for volunteers for the event. A new PGA Tour developmental series called Local IQ is making a stop at Harbor Hills Country Club in Lady Lake on September 30th. This is for players holding cards on the PGA Tour Canada, Latino America, and China that lost their seasons because of COVID-19. Those circuits are one level under the Corn Ferry Tour, which is the pipeline to the PGA Tour. They are planning a Pro-Am on September 28th, with a practice day following, and then the 54-hole challenge at Harbor Hills. So this is exciting for local followers of professional golf. My son plays in the Highlander Junior Tour, and they have a tournament scheduled the Saturday after this event at Harbor Hills. And they plan to leave the course just as it was during the event to give the kids a little taste of what it might be like to go further up the ladder. So that's pretty cool.
1: Holly, right up there with golf in the villages is pickleball as far as sports that have a big following here. And the Recreation and Parks Department is starting up pickleball tournaments again next month. Sign-ups for the first tournament begin on Thursday and continue through October 7th. It will be a women's doubles event where players rated 3.0 to 4.0 will compete October 13th. And those rated 3.5 to 4.5 and up will play October 15th. Registration is free and you can sign up at any regional recreation center as long as you're at least 50 years old, a resident of the Villages, and you're rated. A men's doubles tournament is planned for November, so we'll have more information on that soon. And as of now, they are planning a holiday fun tournament for December, so stay tuned for more on that as well. Jill, pickleball
0: is one of the sports in the Recreation and Parks Department's Fall Social Leagues. And sign-ups have already started for those, and they'll end October 5th, so everyone still has a couple of weeks to get in. These are six-week social leagues in sports like pickleball, billiards, bocce, and shuffleboard. They are called Social Leagues because they are mainly for fun and making new friends. But they're also for residents who like a little friendly competition as well. Go to districtgov.org, that's the Villages Government website, and click on the Recreation tab to find the Fall Social Leagues Registration Packet. It will tell you all the leagues that are available, and it
1: includes an application form. Holly Airgun Shooting is not one of the fall's social leagues, but those who shoot air guns will be excited to know that the Rio Grande Airgun Range is really close to opening. The district says the building is complete, landscaping is going in, and the range is scheduled to open later this month. So be on the lookout for information on that in the Daily Sun. Jill, that air gun range has been a part of the villages for a very long
0: time, and it's great to see it getting a complete renovation. It's also right down the street from us here in our Spanish Springs offices. And the Spanish Springs Merchants Association is planning a sidewalk sale this weekend to bring some attention to the businesses here that are doing their best to make it through this pandemic. The sale will be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Friday and Saturday. And you can count on discounts, giveaways, and clearance items at places like the King's Gallery, Brila Fashions, and Turvis, And even deals at restaurants like Kilwin's, Flipper's Pizzeria, and World of Beer so come down and visit the Spanish Springs area to get some great deals and support these local businesses that need to make sales.
1: Holly, local residents have always been great about supporting area businesses, and that's made it possible for a few to open more locations in the area. Stretch Zone here in Spanish Springs is adding a second location in Pinellas Plaza. The hope is to open sometime in October. Stretch Zone provides professional practitioner-assisted stretching intended to help people improve their range of motion, balance, or flexibility. Baldwin Brothers Funeral and Cremation Society is in the process of developing a second location for funeral services and pre-arrangements at La Plaza Grande. The business currently has an office in Lady Lake and a location for services and arrangements in Wildwood. The new location is expected to open at the beginning of next year. And the owners of Fiesta Grande Mexican Grill are opening a second location, this one in Brownwood. The first location opened in Colony Plaza about 10 years ago and offers authentic Mexican cuisine and Tex-Mex style foods. Yum. The Brownwood location will be bigger and have an outdoor bar with space for live music. It will also have a few new items on the menu as well. It's expected to open in December.
0: Jill, a couple Village's restaurants are bringing in new and returning customers by appealing to their dogs. Johnny Rockets in Lake Sumter Landing offers a dog menu that includes meat patties, hot dogs, chicken breasts, eggs with or without cheese, and even a scoop of ice cream, all for dogs. Staff also will provide water for pets who are sitting with their owners on the outside patio. Starbucks offers a special menu item called the Puppuccino or Pup Cup, which is a small cup filled with whipped cream. And Kilwin's in Spanish Springs will give you a free small cup of vanilla ice cream for your pet if you ask for it. Jill, we know residents love their pets like their children around here, so this is a pretty smart way for businesses to attract customers.
1: Holly, our residents really do love their pets, so the annual Strut Your Mud event is usually very well attended. This is a fundraiser for Your Humane Society SPCA in Sumter County and normally includes a walk around the village's polo club with their pets, of course. This year it will be a virtual event so everyone can still participate and hopefully hit the shelter's goal of raising $5,000. Your Humane Society will post pictures and videos of their adoptable pets on their social media pages and then invite people to post their own photos and make a donation. 100% of the proceeds will go to the shelter. Your Humane Society in Sumter County is the oldest and largest no-kill shelter, and it has many programs to help protect and improve the quality of life for animals across our community. Strut Your Mutt has already started, and they hope to reach their goal by October 24th. So you can go to their website at yhsspca.org, or find them on Facebook for more information on this virtual event. Jill, obviously we're
0: seeing a lot of events going online this year, which is a better alternative than just canceling them. And in some cases, it even brings more people to the event who wouldn't normally be able to go because they're out of town or even out of the state or country. This has been the case at area churches, most of which stopped having in-person services soon after the pandemic hit, and some still are only meeting virtually. Wildwood United Methodist Church is known for connecting with people in creative ways, and they stepped up those efforts when the pandemic hit. They currently host drive through community dinners weekly where people can drive through and get a home-cooked meal delivered right to their vehicle and stop at different stations if they want, like one with a kid's art and craft project to take home or one where someone will pray with them. More than 100 people come by some weeks, so this is obviously a needed event. They also have programs like Living Room Worship and Digital Yoga Church that are keeping people connected during this time. And they aren't the only ones... Community United Methodist in Fruitland Park has a large offering of digital programs and plans to offer takeout meals for Thanksgiving this year instead of a sit-down dinner. Some churches have turned to outdoor services, where people just stay in their cars or golf carts. Some of those services are still happening, even though in-person services have resumed, because some people still aren't comfortable with being in an enclosed space yet. So it just goes to show, Jill, that our local churches are finding ways to help residents keep the faith to get
1: through all of this together. Holly, and what is hopefully a positive step toward reopening of churches, the New Covenant United Methodist Church Youth Group is planning to resume in-person gatherings this Sunday. The group will get together from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall of the Church, which is located at 3470 Woodridge Drive. Of course, they are taking all the usual precautions, like taking temperatures at the door, requiring face masks, and social distancing. But they feel it's important for the kids to have activities to keep them busy and not be isolated.
0: Jill, a lot of those kids go to the Villages Charter School, which is not far from the church. And at the Early Learning Center, they are already preparing the kids to be good citizens of their community. They had their classes make cards for residents of area-assisted living facilities for Grandparents' Day. Still, we're talking about 3- and 4-year-olds, and they put together the cutest little cards with stuff glued all over them. Normally, this is a project of the Little Buffalo Learning Center, which is where the 1- and 2-year-olds go. But the other preschool decided to join in so they could make enough cards for all the assisted living residents in the area. Unfortunately, they didn't get to deliver them this year like they have in the past, because the residents really love to see the little kids running around. But I'm sure the cards were a sweet and unexpected gesture that brightened those residents' days.
1: Holly over the village's high school, they just started a culinary club for future chefs. The club was made possible by a donation from Milk Casablanca of the village of Saint Charles in memory of his friend Dominic Danino of the village of Benita. He had taken up a collection for a bench in his friend's name and had money left over. So he gave it to the school in honor of his friend who was a former teacher and also owned several restaurants. Members of the club will talk to chefs, visit restaurants, eat the food, and see how other chefs prepare the same food differently. So it should be a nice compliment to the Culinary Academy at the school, but without the pressure of grades. This is definitely a great opportunity for the students.
0: And Jill, high school sports are in full swing, and so far most of the Village's teams are doing well this season. The Buffalo football team will play its second game of the season this Friday at home against Eustace, coming off a big win in their first game against Crescent City. Wildwood's Wildcats will travel north to Gilcrest County to play Trenton High School on Friday. Other sports happening right now are golf, cross-country, swimming, volleyball, and bowling. So be sure to read your Daily Sun every day to keep up with how
1: our local teams are doing and when they play next. Holly Village of Liberty Park resident Ross Wilkinson used to be a school teacher himself in Michigan, and that experience inspired him to write his own play. He showed it to the Villages Theater Company, and they really liked it. So Curve Appeal in the Villages is coming to your screen soon. The show is about two teachers who have a long history together and then they reconnect in the Villages 30 years later. Ross says they plan to film the play the first week of October and then show it on the Villages Theatre Company's YouTube channel later in October. Jill the Sharon and the studio recently announced
0: another new virtual offering called Snack-Sized Plays. They're describing it as a bite-sized digital experience because these virtual play readings are only 10 minutes long. The first one will be offered this Friday, so go to thesharonstudio.com to find all the titles they have planned so far. And get this, they even give you a suggested snack pairing to go with it.
1: Holly, they also are still offering their full-length virtual stage play readings where the actors are reading the scripts, but with minimal costuming and sets for a little bit more of that live theater experience. The next show is Deborah, and it also will begin streaming this Friday with two more streams on October 2nd and October 9th. This show is about Deborah Sampson, who dressed as a man so she could fight in the Revolutionary War. That's pretty cool. Tickets are $10 each, and you can find them at thevillagesentertainment.com. Jill, virtual events are helping people get through this weird
0: time in our lives. But live events are slowly coming back, with caution, of course. Fenny Grill and Tierra del Sol Bar & Grill just started hosting live entertainment for customers with the help of the Village's entertainment. From Wednesday through Saturday evenings, you can see performers like Alan Darcy, Dale Stumbo, beautiful Bobby Blackman, and many more. Visit TheVillagesEntertainment.com for a full schedule of entertainment at those two
1: venues. Holly, I want to mention again the ongoing contest to be one of the first to travel across the village's new bridges in your golf cart since the opening of the Chitty Chatty Bridge is getting so close. The Villages is having a chance drawing to choose who will be the first to cross the bridge. And if you want to enter, now's the time because it's supposed to open very soon. Go to thevillages.com to enter and then keep a close eye on The Villages Daily Sun to find out when the bridge will open and who will be the first to cross. Good luck, everyone.
0: Jill, I always like to wrap up the podcast with a cute story. And this week, I want to tell everyone about how a Villages club put their talents to good use. Over in the village of Silver Lake, there's a cute set of statues sitting on a small dock in someone's backyard of a girl and a boy fishing off the dock with their dog and a seagull watching. Brian Dixon of the Art in Paradise Club lives across the pond from the statues and noticed they had gotten faded through the years, so he asked the owners if he and his club could restore them. They agreed, and he took the girl, dog, and seagull statues to one of the club's informal gatherings so members could repaint them. The boy statue was too heavy to move, so he painted that one on site himself. So now anyone who lives in that area and can see the statues gets to enjoy them in all their vivid colors again. Just another great example of neighbors helping neighbors in the villages. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.